0: Today on the Insert Shot, I'm joined by my longtime friend and host of the Is It Weird podcast, Ron Atkins. Join us as we go down our list of top five most iconic movie weapons of all time. And what was our first movie movie-going experience like? I'm going to have to dig pretty deep for that one myself. So without further ado, lights, camera, and...
1: Five. $405 and Libby. Fourteen. $410. $410. There are the four bids. The actual retail price is action
0: welcome ron to the show good sir that clapping is very loud is it loud is it louder than normal Uh, yeah i could barely hear what you were saying so oh wow that's I, i was just welcoming you to the insert shot today hey hey, thank you i'm glad this is our first episode oh thank you no i am glad you 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 took the time to do this i know you're busy with is it weird pod and all that good stuff and yes uh, ron ron i've known ron for a long time Um, too long too long too long all right it's time to sever that friendship that's what this is about no um ron is a podcast enthusiast he's also in the process of becoming an actor is this correct uh
1: Process is one word for it, yeah.
0: Okay, that, that's a good way to look at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ron's been a childhood friend of mine for some time. We, we grew up loving movies together, and that that's kind of what sparked the interest of this podcast. Is uh, We're fucking nerds, okay? Like, there's no getting around it. We, we're nerdy as shit sometimes, and we, we just love movies. We love to talk about it. And the idea springs from that feeling when you walk out of the theater and you just want to talk about the movie you just saw. Yeah, how seriously. often does that happen? Like all the time, right?
1: It's, well, recently no, but back in the day <laughs> when you went to theater, like me, like me and Chad went. And, was it Scream? Which not Scream? It was a oh, scary, movie scary
0: movie four. Yeah.
1: We saw a scary movie four at theaters. Like I'm gonna say five times. I don't know why, but we did. But uh, yeah,
0: for for whatever reason, that movie just never got old. But every and time we cheap. came out. of...
1: But yeah every time we came out of the theater we had something new to discuss because like oh we didn't notice this little joke they said here or joke they said there or you know whatever they may have made fun of in that movie it, it was always great to have that person there to um laugh with and to discuss like well wouldn't it be cool if they did it this way or they did this amazingly you know stuff like that
0: yeah and, and you know it's it's always ever since i was a kid i've always wanted to be a filmmaker luckily enough i was able to to branch out, I got to make a movie, I've got to work on several different productions. So I've got to, to hone the craft and understand the craft a little bit more to uh, to, to just kind of be able to discuss it in, in more detail over the years. And I, I've, I've tried to pass that knowledge on to some of my friends as well, so that way we could have these deeper conversations about film and cinema. Uh, you know, which, which brings me to a question. Talking about theaters, what was the first film you saw in theaters or if you can't remember that which it's going to be difficult is oh no what's it's the not. first film you remember renting
1: i can tell you both of those so the first film i remember vividly watching in theater was in the wise virginia theater back when it was next to like kmart and um, that shopping center i went and saw the movie how uh mouse hunt with my father and my sister
0: <laughs> mouse hunt man
1: yeah god i forgot that movie existed yep I remember it vividly because I whined. I can't remember how old. I wasn't that old. I could have been four or five, if that. But um, I remember I was whined the whole time. I was mad because we didn't go to Walmart and get a new toy or something like that. So I made my dad take me to Walmart after the movies and buy me a new toy.
0: Was it a mouse hunt themed toy?
1: No, it was not. It was a ship with some lego stuff i don't know it was <laughs> i don't even remember what it was that's how that's how fuck it, it like it is how it how bad it doesn't even matter like how bad the toy was
0: yeah no for sure i you know I, I try to do some digging on that and i i think it's either one or two of these movies it was either all dogs go to heaven 2 and i think i went on a school trip to see it um or it could have very well been uh, mighty Morphin power rangers Oh, uh, the one with the ooze. Yeah, the Dude, I that ooze. Yeah, do that movie. Like, that it movie. was one of the two. I, I I remember because I, I have memories of both, but I just don't know which one I saw first. You know what I mean? And I think they came out at the same year, so it's kind of hard to uh, to narrow it down. I literally have
1: no idea when those came out.
0: Yeah, I think it was like ninety five, something I like that.
1: Do remember watching the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the ooze one. Yeah, and that, at the time, as a kid, that movie oh. was top-notch, dude. It was just <laughs> phenomenal. There was nothing better. There, there was nothing
0: better. I tried watching it, like, years later. Oh, it's so horrible. It's so, uh, horrible. It's it so bad. It did not age well.
1: No, like, it does not.
0: The only good thing that aged in that movie was the guy who played Ivan. It was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Because he, he was funny. Yeah, and, he was. You know, you know, we saw him in, in other movies down the line, like Hot Fuzz and things like that, which made it, you know, Movie's um, so corny, so it's corny. So, it's so corny. Don't get me wrong. Power Rangers, like with. the
1: movies, Power Rangers now, and the TV shows are still corny. Yeah. But, but it was. It was mm. it was bad, like bad, bad, bad.
0: Well, you know, I mean, for for those who don't know, Power Rangers uh, was actually based on a Japanese uh, a live action show called Super Senton, I believe. And like I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's crazy. They used like. All the fighting footage that you would see with them and their outfits and stuff was all the Japanese show. But all the American stuff was shot with um, just the actors. Like huh. the actors never really had to fully don the outfits until like the movie came around. Did not know that at all. That's it. pretty yeah, neat. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. You can you can notice a dip in the quality of the show when you watch it sometimes. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. I, I, I digress a little bit today. We're going to be talking a little bit about some weaponry. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about some nerd shit. Let's get nerdy. Ron, what are, in your personal opinion, the top five weapons used in cinema to this day or even back in the past, rated on a badass scale and a practicality level?
1: Do you know how hard it was to come up with five weapons? Out of all the movies and TV shows that this world has to offer us, it's
0: harder than it looks. So,
1: like, yeah, it, it's it's so difficult, it's not even Funny.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of a bitch. Like it took me a minute to narrow my list down because there were there were some things where I was like, is that even considered a weapon? It's like I don't know.
1: I had one hour. One hour, disscrounge <laughs> yeah, yeah, my br- but- scrounge my brain and like Google this, Google that. It's like, oh, is that like you said? Is that a weapon? Is is, would that be yeah. considered this? Like it would, But I got it. I got five here.
0: Right. I, I'm ready to hear your list. I, okay. I'll, I'll give you my list afterwards, but let, let's hear your list. So, none of
1: these, these are not in like, oh, number one is the best weapon ever. It's just five of the best, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, my first one is the Noisy Cricket. Oh, that's a good one. You know, despite oh. its comically tiny size, a Noisy Cricket packs quite a punch against the most aggressive aliens. Because at first, Agent J, you know, Will Smith in Men in Black, is, a spo- is disappointed to receive the small gun, you know, given the massive Men in Black arsenal he sees in front of him. Little does he know, though, how powerful it can shoot or how far the recoil can throw him backwards. Now, if you remember in the movie, when he shoots the gun for the first time, it shoots him like 30 feet back into a car.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that gun is freaking, am- like, super powerful. I, I
0: wanted that gun. Uh, like yes. when I was a kid, I was like, I want that. That, I and the,
1: that the, thing. the, 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 the thingy makes you forget shit.
0: Oh, yeah, the flashy. I,
1: had, I got that from Burger King. I, 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 the I used did two, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So, the real-life use of this gun, out of 10, is a 2. I'm sorry. Because... Okay. It, it packs a hell of a punch, though. I know. For the Listen, for the fact that the power of this tiny weapon would blow your ass backwards like that, and you wouldn't have a chance to take a second shot... Because yeah. of the pain of the recoil. That's why, like, you have to be a great shot to make this any kind of practical use in real life.
0: And I feel like Agent K should have at least told him.
1: No, that's Agent K's thing, though.
0: <laughs> it's like, come on. It's like, you could have at least told the guy.
1: No, that, no. You, sh- I think the way they did that was perfect. That was great. the perfect setup for that that weapon. <laughs> fair, it was. Fair enough. But fair enough. the badass rating, I give it a 7 out of 10
0: damn okay because okay. it packs so a punch a, it's a beastie weapon
1: and it's a one shot kill yeah so Fair there's you This the size the powerfulness and the aftermath makes that weapon just almost almost like unbeatable there's better weapons out there but I think in the Men in Black universe it definitely gets a 7 out of 10
0: nice I can agree with that
1: now next, Chad, I did have to go to I had to go old school. Nice. You, you, you can't know. leave old school. And this is no. a weapon that a lot of people know. It's very famous. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm I'm guessing you might have this on your list, because if you don't have this on your list, I'm gonna say that you're probably so uncultured slaying fighting. Fair enough. The chainsaw hand. So, while prepping for a battle against demons and other undead minions, Ash, which is Bruce Campbell, decides to make use of his stump, which happened he had to cut off because it got affected by, you know, y'all seen the movie, his arm by adding a makeshift weapon. Now, he fashions a clamp on his wrist and adds a motor and a chainsaw blade. He then uses his newly formed hand weapon to solve the end of a shotgun to complete his arsenal. So, that's where the boomstick and the chainsaw hand, all that comes from. Yep.
0: It's a double. It's a combo. It's exactly. a one-two punch. Yeah. And yes, that was actually on my list. I, okay. I will leave that one off of my list because I feel like we're, we're both going to get our full discussion in.
1: here Well, you can talk time. about the boomstick
0: for sure. That's fine. I did not. That's, I did not add I, the boomstick. I, I, I get that.
1: Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, um,
0: yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, I mean the the chainsaw. Like it's yep. so. um and It's it's. Have you you've held a chainsaw?
1: Yeah, many times. They're
0: heavy as shit. Yep. Try doing that one-handed. Exactly. Try to do that
1: not, not on only one-handed, just with your wrist.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's where my real-life use comes from. So it's a one out of ten. <laughs> because, yeah, it's a chainsaw. Don't be wrong. It can cut stuff. But honestly, it being attached to your arm like that is so impractical. The chance of user error is so high.
0: Yeah. Oh, I would cut myself somehow. I, yeah. I would I would be fucked. Like.
1: Because in a regular chainsaw, you have the fucking handle up front to hold it. And that's just to help you aim. And if it's just on one arm, I mean, it's all willy-nilly, dude. It ain't...
0: You ain't well. I've I've always wondered where Ash developed the technicality skills to uh, even be able it's to. It's Ash,
1: bro. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> he
0: can do whatever he wants, but it's like the. I, I try not to overthink the absurdity of that uh, franchise. You can't because it, it is so absurd.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you. There's no way you can because the. Even when they tried to make it serious, it didn't work, Mm-mm. and that's why they went back to the. The comical side of it, yeah, which I like think was the greatest decision they made. It was genius, yeah. yeah. But the badass rating for the Chainsaw Hand is an eight out of ten.
0: Fuck yeah, it is because like, it's a demon slaying chainsaw. Yeah.
1: How can you not love it? This weapon is a beast, but mainly only because Ash wields it. So, Chainsaw mm-hmm. Hand on any other character, any anybody else from the you know any cinematic universe, whatever, it's not going to be that cool. It's only because the fact that Ash Williams made this weapon so iconic Sam Raimi Bruce Campbell the Evil Dead movies that's the only reason that the chainsaw hand is so cool because the story and the characters are surrounded
0: yeah hell to the king baby
1: Hail to the king there's I'm, but still go back to the fucking real life use of the chainsaw hand There's, I'm sorry there's still like anybody can you argue with me on that there's no way you can have a chainsaw for a hand in real life no no
0: fucking way <laughs> no fucking way
1: so number three is I think something me and you'll both agree on again, and this comes from a movie that brought us together, mm-hmm. brought a few of us together. Actually, um, is definitely top five. My he the dude that directed is in my top five. Uh, the movie is definitely my number one of all time. Will always be my number one of all time. Uh, the main actors in this film, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, will always be my favorite just for the fact of this film alone. And that is Sean's cricket bat from *Shaun of the Dead*.
0: Yeah, let's get a clap for that. Yep. Clap for that. Yeah. Yeah. Stellar movie, absolutely stellar. So, Sean's
1: cricket bat is just a, literally a wooden bat made for slogging cricket balls into someone's flower bed. That's—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's so simple. It's just a piece of wood that's used for sports. But, yep. Sean. Simon Peg uses it to bash zombies on the head while crossing a grass patch. He's doing it. He's out in the backyard just, you know, just going at it. You got red on you. And then, but it's a shame he didn't get to, you know, keep using it when he was bopping it to Queen's Don't Stop Me Now. But, you know, the pool stick is a good substitute.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can agree 110%. One of the most iconic weapons in horror. Um, <laughs> and it, it's amazing, too that the weapon became iconic so many years after. Yeah. uh, Because it's, you know, I have this discussion with people and this could be a whole other subject on another show. It's hard to make something iconic nowadays in cinema. Like it's almost impossible. But somehow, they did it. And they did it on a movie that had a cult following rather than these Marvel movies or anything like that. Yeah. With Disney, it's easy to do something like that. With an an independent film, well, I wouldn't say they were independent, but with a smaller budget film like *Shaun of the Dead*, it's a lot more difficult, a lot more challenging. Especially if you didn't make this movie in the eighties.
1: Exactly. So, like the the fact that this is not, I think, if it was, if it had been like a major production, I, I don't think the cricket bat would have made such an iconic weapon. Okay. I mean you like you. I, I don't because I think where this movie was a cult following like it is mm-hmm. I think it's what makes it more iconic if it you makes it saying. special it does it's
0: very special yeah. the
1: real life use of this though is only a 5 out of 10 if we're being honest because it's a wooden bat for cricket so it's, it's usable plus you can you can actually use it for how they portray in the film mm-hmm. but in a real life scenario you're probably gonna ditch after a few days or for something more durable if you're fighting zombies
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, you're not gonna keep using the, it. Yeah, I don't know if exactly, you know, they, they just keep saying a blunt object to the head. Not yeah. sure how well a cricket bat's gonna sever the uh, the, the the nervous system. Sever
1: the brain or move the head. Um, <laughs> but the badass rating is a ten out of ten. And this is uh, okay. Yeah. This this is more just a personal opinion on this one because it's for the fact that this is our or one of our favorite movies of all time.
0: It's It's like our version of Evil Dead.
1: Exactly. This weapon choice was smart for a movie. It's technically Mm -hmm. quiet, but at the same time, it has enough weight and surface area to take down a Zed. So, and and if anybody knows what that reference is, in the movie, they do not say the word zombie. They say Zed. Don't say the Zed word. That's true. So, like, the cricket bat, I think... Just for the fact of the movie it came from, it ha- it has to be just one of the most to me, it, for sure. Just I to know, me, I agree. I, yeah.
0: I agree with you 100. I do. I love it.
1: Now my number four, Chad, is the is another thing that I think you might agree with in ways. Okay, but okay. this is more very personal because it's one of my favorite things of all time. Gotcha. The Mech Bat Suit.
0: Okay. Okay. We're, we're talking Batman v Superman, correct? Uh
1: well yeah it was also it's using a lot of com- using some of the comics and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, yeah we can so, we can add comics into this yeah yeah well I mean well the fact that it was used in a movie that's the only reason I chose it because it was used in the cinematic universe mm-hmm. yeah exactly so created by Batman in order to fight against Superman in Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns the heavily armored mech Bat suit is a powered exoskeleton that grants Batman more strength with a technological advanced suit he's able to withstand punches from a weaker Superman. Basically, he becomes the Iron Man sort of of uh, DC.
0: The, exactly. Not to mention, I'm pretty sure he slips a little bit of uh, kryptonite kryptonite somewhere in those gloves. In the gloves the and his weapons, everything. Yeah. Like, which is smarter, Bruce Wayne? Damn right. And and you know that that's that's another episode that I want to do, uh, a DC versus Marvel.
1: I would love that.
0: We're we're definitely gonna dive into that in the future, but I'll tell you right now. It's hard to top the badassery that is Batman. Mm-hmm. It's uh, there's not a whole lot of superheroes that you can. I could think of maybe one, uh, but we'll get to that later. But I, he's 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 a he's a beast, and he's tough to top. Who? Batman.
1: Oh yeah, Batman's a beast. But yeah. who's you yeah. saying you compare to him? Oh well, uh, we'll we'll get to that later. Because oh, okay. the individual's on my list. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's, it's a tough
0: one. It's a tough one. Yeah.
1: Well, the real-life use of this mech bat suit, it's a 0 out of 10.
0: Because
1: oh. unless you're somewhere to as fit as Bruce Wayne or you have an enemy as strong as Superman, the mm-hmm. suit literally has no benefits in real life. I mean, maybe military, but other than that, literally oh, you have no, no use for it at all. You know? So.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: Then, the badass rating, I do give it 10 out of 10. That's yeah, fucking...
0: <laughs> it's a Be- dope ass. Suit. Because
1: Batman literally has a suit that can take down, or at least help defend him, his human body from the strength of Superman or people with the same strength as Superman. He's a god. Exactly. So
0: I mean, you gotta protect yourself somehow.
1: If a a dude, if a billionaire that dresses up as a bat and fights crime can survive the wrath of Superman just because he's wearing a certain suit, you cannot get. You have to give that suit. Nine out of ten, the credit for winning the fight.
0: No, I, I can agree with that.
1: Yeah. No. Then my last one, I have one more, which comes from Marvel, and just for the fact that it was it, it was the epicenter of Phase Three or whatever you want to call that, the gotcha.
0: Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, I had a feeling you were going to pull this one out. I was debating whether or not I was even going to put it on my list. I did
1: yeah, it, I didn't want to at first, but was, after thinking about it, I was like, you know, this thing is... It's powerful. So, it, it was yeah. specifically made to allow the wielder to channel the powers of all the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. It even allows the use of their powers in unison, such as using Space Stone to, space stone to send the Power Stone's energies to Titan's moon. The stones seem to be drawn towards the gauntlet, moving to one of its slots upon completion of the gauntlet. The user is able to accomplish almost anything even wiping out half the universe with a snap of the fingers.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's such an over like the reason why I didn't put it on my list is cuz it's such an overpowered weapon.
1: It really is overpowered. That
0: it's 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 almost too absurd. But we also put chainsaw hands on our list. So, I'm not knocking anyone for putting this in there.
1: But because- but I do think Chains- you got- you have to have chainsaw hands, though. Like, there's no way around yeah. chainsaw hands.
0: It's just awesome. But the Infinity Gauntlet, just a, a simple snap, man. With with the right items, though. I don't know. Like, that's, that's another thing. I wasn't sure how to classify it because the gauntlet by itself is technically useless. It's the stones.
1: Well, any man. weapon is technically useless without somebody using it.
0: Yeah, correct. You're right. But it's the stones that have to connect to make it even slightly practical yeah, but, to
1: use. But the so that's like so. Let's like with a gun, a gun by itself with somebody just pulling a trigger, nothing in, in it. It's not gonna do shit. When you bring the bullets to it, that's when it becomes. So it, it's sort of like that. If you yeah, get what I'm yeah, going no, for.
0: I, I, I agree with that. Um. I, I yeah. What well, what would you rate this on a? Uh, real-life uh, use? Real-life practicality use.
1: Yeah. Zero out of fucking ten for sure. <laughs> it's a heavy-ass glove with some bling in it. Like, yeah, a, yeah. unless you're trying to take down Mike Tyson, and it's just a paperweight or a glamour piece.
0: It's a little John's that's It's his yeah. dream. Yeah.
1: But, badass rating, again, ten out of ten because nice. it literally changed the universe. Got rid of all people including aliens, not all, half of all people including that's aliens true. and that's just being ahead of the game. That's, Playing it smart, getting rid of half your competition.
0: I can agree with Ronnie's list today. um I, I'm not not going to knock it, so yeah, a round of applause for that. So yeah, good list. Good list. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of a break, dive into some movie history, and then we'll be back with my list. I shall leave you as you left me, as you left her, my room for all eternity in the center. Of a dead planet. Buried alive. Buried alive. Thirty-nine years ago today, June fourth, nineteen eighty-two, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan captivated audiences around the globe and had a screaming con at the top of our lungs. The film was directed by one Nicholas Meyer and the screenplay was written by Jack B. Swords, and of course based on the popular Gene Roddenberry show, Star Trek. The second film in the series follows Admiral James T. Kirk, played by William Shatner, and the crew of the USS Enterprise facing off genetically engineered tyrant, Khan, A character who first appeared in the 1967 Star Trek episode Space Seed, Khan escapes from a 15-year exile to extract revenge on Kurt and the crew of the Enterprise as he's trying to acquire a powerful terraforming device named Genesis. The film was the beginning of a three-arc story that continued with the film Star Trek III, The Search of Spock in 1984, and it eventually concludes with Star Trek IV The Voyage Home. Not the best one, in my opinion. The movie was made on a budget of $12 million, and it well made its money back at $97 million had an estimated runtime of 113 minutes, and it was distributed by Paramount Pictures. I'm not much of a Star Trek fan myself, but I will say this. It definitely was the one that actually piqued my interest in the series and made me come back to finish watching the rest. If you never watch another Star Trek movie in your life, I at least recommend checking out Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. This has been a moment at Cinema History. And we are back. Here, we're going over our top five personal favorite movie weapons of all time in cinema history. And uh, Ronnie just gave us a a hell of a list, one that's going to be kind of hard to compete with because... uh, I don't know. I
1: I, I have a feeling that you're going to have a bunch of variations that I didn't even think of to put in your list. So I think you'll have a lot of stuff to match it.
0: I've got some interesting ones on here. Most of them I feel... They're not like universally loved, um but they're just items that always stood out to me as a kid now i'm really upset that i never put the noisy cricket on there because that's a good one that's can I, like can i do an honorable mention
1: on my list yeah no please yeah go ahead ghost rider's chain oh
0: that's a good one too dude so that's a good one honorable mention to the ghost rider's chain yeah Song. Awesome. uh coming in for number well i'm just going to count these from five up uh number five for me was iron man's suit
1: okay so kind of like the the bat suit okay
0: exactly which is why i didn't want to get too deep into the details i mean we're talking about you know tony stark uh the 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 batman of the marvel universe yeah rich boy with a lot of toys
1: yep uh
0: the suit is i mean you know it's not the only one he's got he's got multiples of these Mm -hmm. including one that he built specifically to fight the hulk very Mm -hmm. similar to that of batman's mech suit um I've always found his suits very intriguing. I mean, they're even built with their own artificial intelligence, Jarvis, who eventually went rogue and tried to take over the world, which also is insane. (laughs) I I don't really know how I would even classify this suit other than a 9 on the badass scale. Uh, Uh, Practicality-wise, though, Unless you are Tony Stark, I don't really think you can do much with this no, suit, you, right? Don't you have to have the uh, the arc? Look at thing? Captain Rhodes. Yeah, that's true. He, he got right one.
1: in one of them, and he got one of Tony. He got one of Iron Man's actual suits, and, and that's he how was he was crippled. Well, no, this he took it back to the base, and that's how they got his tech.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I guess on practicality, I'll give it a five. Okay. I mean, I, it, it depends on the pilot, you know. Yeah, you have to be um, experienced, sort of. Yeah, you're only as good as the pilot. I mean, Tony wasn't great his first time out. Um, but yeah, gosh, no. Uh, moving right along, number four. I hope I'm saying this name right. As many times as I've seen the movie, you would think I have. Hatoro Hanzo Katana from Kill Bill.
1: Oh, uh it's I was on that list for that one.
0: Man, it's such a. It's. I'll just go ahead and say it. Practicality wise. I'm going to go with a five again, because unless you're trained in it, unless there's something you know how to do, you're going to cut your own foot off with this weapon.
1: Here's my, here's my argument for that one, though. Go ahead. Now, it's just a sword.
0: Mm-hmm. God, so, that's a Hanzo.
1: Well, yeah, but <laughs> the person wielding the sword is the weapon.
0: Indeed. That is so, true.
1: I see the, the, the Hanzo being basically like an attachment. Because in the movie, she didn't even need the freaking sword.
0: No, she really didn't. She no. did not need it. Um,
1: so I would just consider her more of a weapon.
0: Damn right she's a weapon. Yeah, She's a so, beast. We, yeah, I, exactly. I'm going to give the sword, though, just the fact that it is such a legendary weapon. It's a Hanzo blade. A 10 out of 10. Just because of the sheer legacy behind the weapon. Totally fair. Um, But I I still... The the practicality, like you said, I feel like it goes 100% to the person who is wielding that weapon.
1: Yeah, because even like you said, I mean, if I had it, I would definitely end up cutting my foot off.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. So next up on my list is going to be something a little different. It it was a toss-up between two different weapons, if you can call one of them a weapon, but predator oh snap yes i always wanted that gun ever since i saw it as a kid and i, I didn't know the name of it we're
1: talking ralph uh, ralph Macchio, and predator Rot. Right? <laughs> is that what we're talking about <laughs> was he no
0: i started to say i was like i don't remember him there's ever there's being a there's
1: him. there's a prequel that never made it to theater oh god i bet i <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> Get on at Hollywood. Well, you. That's, that's oh, a gosh. different breed of predator. Right? A different podcast uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, now it's uh, Jesse Ventura's uh, his hellacious minigun cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, god, it was just so cool. And, yeah. it it was just so cool to see it just rip through the trees and that whistling like everything about it I thought was really cool Uh, which is why it kind of placed a little bit higher up on my list um, than I initially thought it would Uh Uh, for cool factor I I gotta give it a 10 Um, practicality Uh, probably give it a 7 that's it but it'll slice and dice through trees like nobody's business, and if you're on the receiving end of that, well, you, you don't want to be on the receiving end of that, no matter what.
1: I mean, even if you was, you wouldn't remember it. Exactly,
0: it's gonna just shred so. you into a million pieces. So yeah, yeah, that, the mint. There's minigun, as I like to call it.
1: Didn't they do a son? I don't know if you. Uh, it's called a son. It, it was some show that did an experiment with like movie weapons. Mm-hmm. and they tested, and I'm pretty sure they tested out that minigun or something just like it, and it didn't do exactly what the movie said, which it, is it, it obvious.
0: Yeah. yeah. Probably right. I, I feel like Mythbusters, um, either Mythbusters or, what's that show? Deadliest Warrior? Remember that show? Where they would test, like, Samurais versus Ninjas or something.
1: I, I never watched it, but I know, I, I know exactly I think what that's thinking. what it was.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, you're probably right. I would say at one point in time or another that 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 did they they have done some kind of experiment that didn't work <laughs> so um but next... you can
1: prove almost any movie weapon not to work the way they usually use it in the film so
0: oh 100% 100% yeah. um it's it's the cinema people it's 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 the movie so, <laughs> what do you expect yeah uh the next up on my list and I'm kind of surprised this one didn't make your cut Okay. I, I had a feeling it would when you dropped it, because you sort of name-dropped a variant of it in, in in our messaging back and forth. But uh, it's, it's on every kid's wish list, especially in 1999. I'm oh. talking about Darth Maul's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Bring that I on. wanted
1: to put that so bad idea, but I was like, Chad's going to choose a lightsaber. I know for sure he's going to choose one, at least one of the lightsabers, so I yeah, backed we, off.
0: We want that light. wanted that lightsaber. How cool was that, dude?
1: Dude, it was fucking dope. Darth Maul... Okay, so in general, Darth Maul is just a dope character.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: He didn't get enough screen time. He didn't have Mm -hmm. no story arc. I fucking hated that part about it. He was a beast. He's way better than fucking Kylo Ren. I would much rather see some kind of story arc with Darth Maul and Darth Darth Maul leading to Darth Vader later time, but that lightsaber... If I'm not mistaken, it was, i know it was a full, you know, like staff. But did it also yeah, break yeah, apart to where he yeah.
0: could duel it? You know, I don't know if it necessarily broke apart. I know in the movie it did get broken; it got yeah. diced down the middle. I'm sure, that he could, um, pick and choose which one comes out and which one didn't. You know what I mean? Like, if he wanted to make it a staff, he could. But if he didn't, he didn't have to.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just I just remember he cut uh, Obi Wan, not Obi. Yeah, he did cut Obi Wan. No, he didn't cut. Fucking no, what's was, his face? He stabbed yeah. uh, Liam, Liam Neesons. Neeson's. Liam Neeson's. <laughs> Liam Neeson's. Uh,
0: yeah, man, it, it was. Oh, I wanted it so bad. I'm pretty sure I had a toy of that. Oh it yeah, was that money I did. I had a green lightsaber. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, uh,
1: okay. yeah, because of Luke. Oh okay. Not okay. Luke. Fucking Yoda. Her. oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Was it Yoda
1: had yeah. a green one? Oh, well, Qui Gon Yoda. Luke. I don't remember. Whatever. Oh.
0: <laughs> they all had it. you it's,
1: right. it's hard to keep up with this color of lightsabers. I just, I just is, remember yeah. Samuel L. Jackson had a purple one.
0: He had the purple one. The, the mother motherfucking purple. The <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker purple. So, for badass points, I gotta give it a 10 out of yeah. 10. Yeah, you Practicality. can't. Practicality. Uh, you can toast <sighs> your bread. You could slice it and toast at the same time. Well, I think it goes back to, you know, once again, it goes back to the subject matter that we were talking about. It depends on who wields it. And... Oh, he wielded yeah. that thing like a beast I got it 10 though for practicality just because he lost that fight
1: <sighs> true
0: if he would have won that fight it would have been 10, ten how
1: does Jar Jar Binks survive the full fucking trilogy but Darth Maul gets killed off like how do you do like I'm, <laughs> don't get me wrong I love Jar Jar I do no, I think Jar Jar is no. a great character shut the fuck up let me talk <laughs> listen Jar Jar is a great character he was a great addition to the the first three but, I don't believe he should have more screen time than Darth Maul.
0: Oh. Oh, man. That's law. I, I disagree, but okay. Okay.
1: We're, I hope one I hope one day we're able to do some breakdowns of Star Wars films, and I will go on a huge rant for Jar Jar, because oh, I'm done. his biggest supporter.
0: I guarantee you, we will have, uh, mark my words, we're going to have a whole month coming up devoted to to the Star Wars saga. Yeah, yeah, baby. The entire saga. So it, it's coming.
1: It Makes me horny awesome. just thinking about it.
0: So last on my list was a weapon I talked about a little bit. Um, you had it on yours. I had it on mine. Ash's beautiful chainsaw hand and the booms. You covered yes. more of the chainsaw aspect. I figured why not cover a little bit more of the boomstick aspect. And, uh, I mean, what a badass combo, right? Like, Yeah, it's more, there's no other. It's in the world? Army of Darkness, this is my boomstick. Just a, a good old... Um, my only gripe, really, weapon is the fact that it only... Yes. It's a double bear, the old double yeah, bear, yeah. as call it calls it. But it's an elephant gun. It, it, it's a bee. -hmm. And uh, the fact that he shoots it one handed blows my mind. um, Yeah, because it's impossible to shoot a a regular single barrel shotgun one handed, and it almost didn't work for us. Oh (laughs) no! That shit will bounce
1: right back up in your face.
0: Yeah, it it was kind of disastrous, but but he almost pulled it off. Practicality. Oof. What would you say? I I personally wouldn't give it more than a four for practicality, unless you're at close range and then you're getting a ten.
1: Uh, with the boomstick, It. I mean, well, there's a bunch of variants that go into a shotgun. So you got slug rounds, buckshot, and you also know, because most shotguns spread like you know some. You know, so it just depends on what you're shooting. But you know if you're up close and personal, it's a ten. But if you're anything more than Twenty yards away, it has, it drops down to like a five.
0: Yeah, I, I can agree with that. That that's probably within the realm of uh, where I was doing you know, uh, for badassery. Man, uh, it's tough because by itself the booms probably wouldn't clock in because it's just a shotgun. Yeah, but with that chainsaw to give it a 10
1: yeah i mean the combo you have to give it ten. there's no doubt
0: so that's kind of kind of what i'm i'm ballparking here for that i wish we had i wish we had like a better scoring system that we could have given this but in the future i do want to do another if you will because there's so many iconic movie weapons out there that we could go for hours about it i mean we're we're not even touching the surface of movies like harry potter or anything like that and i know what no. you're thinking wands right but hey mm-hmm. honorable mentions it's it's all in there um i'm surprised you didn't go with ghostbusters to be honest with you i almost did dude i like yeah, that's another I, I about
1: did too i was like that's i held off from ghostbusters i was like chad's definitely gonna pick that one no nah,
0: you i seriously thought you were gonna go lightsaber I did. I was um, I was gonna
1: go lightsaber. I was gonna have Jason on there. Oh, that wasn't was not good. Yeah, I was gonna be like, you know, I was gonna keep it kind of old school, but I'll, you know, so, But I was, I was <laughs> like,
0: no, I gotta think about this. Yeah, no, it whole thing that we can do, and I I, I follow up to this episode. And I figured this would be a good introduction episode, you know, to get everybody kind of uh, well on the same page as us, and, and see what kind of the show is all about.
1: Oh I'm I'm down I'm I'm down for it. I'm
0: all for it. So Ronnie, I appreciate you stopping by and doing this first episode with me here at uh Oh fuck, I forgot the name of our show. The, in- the insert shot. <laughs> insert shot. It's been a hell of a day for me, man. It's it been two amazing. days for me now technically. It, it has been two days for you because we've mm-hmm. this over the course of several different which is insane, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So those who are listening, go to our Spotify. Go to apple Podcasts, all those good things give us a like give us a listen give us a subscribe give us a, a five-star review if we deserve it yada 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 the whole nine yards ronnie anything you want to plug before we go yeah guys
1: hey um if you want to hear more of me and chad and it's constantly me and chad and sometimes we have guests check out is it weird podcast that's a podcast where we talk about weird things we discuss weird things and there's really no holds barred there um we go to the limits of what we want to say, and we've literally had to t- delete episodes because they went too far, but um, if you want to hear some funny stuff, you know, anything from like the weirdest foods made with sperm to the weirdest <laughs> wedding traditions, and like it's just everything in between, go check out Is It Weird Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can find, them on, find us on Facebook and Instagram and everything, so yeah, give that a check if you don't mind
0: yeah alright that sounds like a plan and join probably next week as I have another guest on the show to talk to us about two of my favorite vampire movies of all time we're talking versus the lost boys I had a totally
1: different thought
0: oh no oh oh, no Well, I was
1: going to say Twilight and Twilight part 1 or some shit
0: Twilight you know I've never seen those movies I have. Had, I had to. We're, we're going to have to do a complete just a, a Ron-centric episode. i down to reviewing them in the most absurd way possible. It'd be your uh,
1: shortest episode ever. <laughs> Ten seconds.
0: Oh, man. That's just beautiful. i got to give you a little... Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. out there. You have a good one.